what's going on? I'm Tahir Moore. And I am Patrick Cloud. And this is another episode of Damn Internet, You're Scary. Hey, what's up, November? What's, what's the song? Poppin'? What's the song? Uh, something fallish? Yeah, something fallish. Like Neo Soul. Is that fallish? I mean, you know, I think, I think like Neo Soul rock. Like, you think classic rock for, for, fall? <laughs> for fall? Yeah. I think like sweaters and fireplaces and stuff and, you know, like just chilling around, cocoa. So, like, Common Neo Soul or like Erica Badu Neo Soul? Because there's like. Erica Badu, Dwele. Okay. Vibe. Okay. You want to do the beat? You want to do the lyrics? Do you have a preference? No, not really. I feel like you, you was going towards something, did you? No, I, 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 I was just like, oh, I like those guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, then let's. Uh, you, you're a master with the wordplay. I guess I could do the beat. I didn't know what kind of Neo Soul beat to do. Okay, well, I'll just yeah, figure out something. Okay. Uh, uh, all right, here we go. Spark something up. I see it now. Erica Badu be talking to the audience like that. Uh. Woke up one day, saw the internet. Shit was scary. My armpits are hairy. Natural. Woke up one day. I know I gotta start like that. Damn internet, you scary. You scary. You scary. It did get better. It did. It did not get better. I thought it got way better. Why? Because you said the armpits were hairy? No, I got better from there. I had to set the imagery first, <laughs> and then I hit him with the, the, the melodies. <laughs> she doesn't use deodorant. She says I woke up one day a lot, too. Yeah, she does. She uses <laughs> crystals. She goes up and down her arm. With I crystals? She said like 500 times with crystals. 500 times? Yeah, yeah. She said, But she says it lasts like a week, so she never uses deodorant. So she did that on, like uh, I think, the Breakfast Club interview. Jay Electronica popped up and stuff like that. But yeah, she was talking about she doesn't use that deodorant. Uh, I love Erica Badu, so I believe too. that. But I saw Wally took a picture with her like last week. What? Last week. Where? I don't know. Where do you Why? bump into Erica Badu? I have no idea, man, but I'm so jealous. I definitely want to meet Erica Badu. Same. I don't where would where would Erica Badu hang out? Sprouts? I don't <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like Sprouts or like a portal to another dimension. It's like no in between. Just be sitting like cross, crisscross applesauce in a park reading sonnets. Crisscross applesauce. I'm trying to get away from like Indian style because I think that's low key racist or at least offensive. Do what's the level of ignorance when you say sitting Indian style? Are you talking about actual Indians or are they talking about Native Americans? They're talking about Native Americans. So it's like oh, so it's ignorant on multiple levels. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess it could be actual stop saying that as too. well, too. I don't know how often they, I say Indian stuff. Crisscross applesauce, too. They, Native Americans for sure don't say crisscross applesauce. No, they wouldn't say it. They, they would just sit. That, that's just, I think that's just that normal way of like, like sitting. But they probably have some breath. epic way. Like, I sit like the otter or like fox style. You know, wolf. I don't think you've seen how an otter Mon- or a fox sits down. Monkey style. No, no, no animals sit like that. No animals really do that. They don't really. It's more of a human trait. No, not even monkeys? Now nah, monkeys sit with their legs out. They always got their dick hanging out. No animal sits crisscross applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm saying it. <laughs> that I know of. If y'all know an animal that sits crisscross applesauce, please let us know because I am please. not. Spiders? 
just been kind of be poached. Just like. I feel like a gecko or a frogs. Frogs sit crisscross. No, they just, they no, legs they out. Legs out. That's frog is out. Let me, let me, let me know. Because I'm, this is going to bug me. Yeah. Um, I can't do it. Real quick though. Speaking of fall. It it's seems uh, darker. Is it darker? Are these lights normally on? Is that what it is? I don't know. You guys like that better? Or, or do we look angelic? <laughs> A, B. Huh? Huh? It's not going to make sense to the audio. We were just playing with some lighting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but speaking of fall and chilling, <coughs> bless you, we are in November now. Our Already. spooky season is done, which it seems like it just started. Man, it, it's, this year has breezed by. It's cr- I saw two skeletons, and now it's November 1st. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but... November is here, which is still holidays, which is yeah. still cool. Are you excited for the thanks of the giving? I'm Speaking excited for Americans. the food. Uh, and I probably won't partake in too much because I, I've really changed my diet up. But, mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have a, you, you don't cheat on Thanksgiving? I don't, see, it's a, it's a slippery slope for me. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, if you are a crackhead, you wouldn't, you wouldn't cheat with like... It's Christmas. Just, yeah, it's Christmas. Let's just take one hit. Just, you know, it's a slippery slope. And that's what it, like, food is my crack. It's my coat. Like, if I just be like, all right, I'm just going to get two heifers of Mac, you know, one heifer of Maz, and then turkey. Then the next thing you know, I'm pumping turkey juice into my veins. It's a, it's a slippery, ah, oh, that's basted right there. Like, I don't really. Oh, my God. So I still have food to, like. Crack. <laughs> the, the thought of you eating yams and then going into oh. a vendor, like. I'm like smearing yams all on my chest and just, just picking my hand and licking my palm. Just have a little turkey. Yeah, Three days later, a, you just wake up. Oh, just man. Covered in pepperoni all over my body. Piece of crust around the room. It's, just, it's a slippery slope for your boy, man. So I still try to I try to hold tight with it, especially through the holidays. The fact that you slip pizza into Thanksgiving food is just like <laughs> stuffing. Stuff, yeah. I make my stuffing with pepperoni pizza. That's stuffed, how I get done. crust. Yeah. <laughs> now people be stuffing a turkey I just be filling it with like Cupcakes and upside down pineapple cake Like it's ridiculous man I need to eat better too I had See so you got the you got the physique Or I should say the physique You have the uh, metabolism Where you probably won't have to worry about this shit Until you're like 35 Me on the other hand I've always had hips I was born with hips And my mom almost had to have a I C-station was born with I, was, hips. I was born with hips hear man story <laughs> 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 Walk the line, dot dot dot, with hips. Like that would be my life story. Cause it's been a struggle, man. So I have to, like, I have to literally stay on it. I'm in the gym three to five times a week. Damn, I, I do intermittent fasting. I have to drink a lot of water. I drink water to get food, so I don't eat that much food. Food. Really? Yeah, man. You'll drink water instead of a meal? No, I'll drink like, like I'll drink you half drink a snacks? gallon by noon, if not more. And then by the time okay. it's time for me to eat at noon, I'm not super hungry because I've drank so much water. Okay. And that curves my appetite because, man. I need to start doing that. I give in to food temptation way too fast. Like, all I was doing was going from my studio to home last night. And I picked up Taco Bell. You know what? Taco Bell is an amazing Mexican cuisine. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing. But I'm just saying health-wise. Oh, no. It's horrible for you. It, it was like... 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. And I basically you know, cuddled a, a quesarito last they, night. They close at 2. So that means you got the bottom of the barrel Taco Bell. You got you got the what they call it, the shake? Uh, I wasn't 2. <laughs> I ate it at 2. I oh. got it at midnight. The shake? <laughs> I bet. 
that it hit so late. <laughs> the delayed reaction. Oh my god! Taco got, Bell beef as shake is that is the crazy. Shake. It's just like oh, we got a little bit of this left. You probably got some chicken in there. You ain't even knowing. They just scraped it all together. Multiple burritos, and they're just like, uh, just wrap it up. He's drunk. He won't. Yeah, notice. he would never know. The <laughs> fact that you got it at twelve and ate it at two says a lot about you as well. And it was, was definitely cold. And it was Halloween. I didn't do anything. So like. I was in Halloween. I was by far the only person in that drive-thru that wasn't drunk. And he pulled up. He looked at me weird. He was like, are you sober? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, this might not work. (laughs) I legitimately like this place. I'm sorry. Uh, You know what's crazy? Before I moved out to L.A., I thought Taco Bell was the epitome of Mexican cuisine. Because y'all don't have Mexican food. We don't have, like, traditional spots like that in St. Louis. I, I mean, we do have some, but it's not, that like, sucks. we don't have taco trucks out there. That so, sucks. like, when I first came to a taco truck, first of all, the tacos, they're going to give you the shells like this, like, right? And they give you two shells and so thin, then it's just meat, and it might be some cilantro. But that's it. There's no sour cream. There's no guac. There's no, no like, messed up just tomatoes, no, like, none of that. So, mm-hmm. I, when I first got it, I'm like, my nigga, like, what, what is this? Like, where's the sour the Yeah, like, my boy, what are you doing? I thought they were trying to play it's me. Like taco I sliders. Bro, I was turned up at the taco truck thinking that they were playing me. Because that was your first time at a taco truck after going to, like, Taco Bell. Yeah, because I thought like, everything came taco, with sour cream. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is this? I could fit 40s in my hand? Bro, what is happening? Like, I was not for it. Plot twist, those are way better. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what's are. crazy. Taste and like, health-wise, oh, probably way God. better than I, what I was eating. I don't like eating pork, but the only the only times I cheat is when you're at the taco truck and you see the, the rotating thing. And oh, yeah, they just slice it, it up. And then he shaves the pineapple. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh. I don't I do not do pork at all except for bacon and pepperoni and pork chops. I do pork. <laughs> and pulled pork sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I eat pork frequently. And ribs. I just, yeah, I do pork. I do pork. Frequently. I be trying not to, man, but like bacon, bro. Like, You don't like turkey bacon? It doesn't sell it for you? I just don't do no. it for me. That crunch ain't the same. That grease ain't the same. Like, I can do turkey bacon. Ah. Did you know what I mean? It's like... I can, I, I can turkey do turkey bacon sausage, too. smashing... Not just with a condom on, but smashing up until the point where you're about to come and then pulling out and not even coming. That's awful. Exactly. Turkey bacon is not that it bad. It is that bad. Nah, what you just described is like on a whole nother level. That's like <laughs> that's like salad without dressing. <laughs> you ever had salad without dressing? <laughs> Nobody has ever forced me to be that poor. <laughs> no, I mean like you ever got like a side salad and they give you like some wimpy vinaigrette that you can barely taste and you're just eating leaves nah, and you're like this. Nah, I'll go back and get a second one. That, that would basically just be eating the head of, of iceberg lettuce. You just bite into it like it's an apple. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. I'm trying to eat more salad because I realized how much I hate it. Yeah. And then I messed around and I was like, well, can I get a side of salad? Thinking I was going to just like force myself. And it was just leaves. Yeah. It's just that's all leaves. it is. I mean, unless you go to a place that specifies in salads. Like mm-hmm. that's that specialty. But like honestly, simply low, salad, yeah. yeah, like uh, simply salad. But low key though, Subway has a good chopped salad. I really like really? Subway. Yeah. But is it like spinach or just like you can I, get I whatever can't you, do get, you can get? Spinach. Iceberg. You can get iceberg. You can get. Uh, I don't like iceberg. Uh, I got like the arugula, I think. So I get the spinach and arugula, and I get it chopped up, and then you throw your toppings in there, and then throw a little chicken on it, chop it up. It's like the finely minced salad too. I love it. The only, the only way I can convince myself to eat salads is I think of it like as a power up. So like. 
every time I eat something, I think that like, oh, I'm getting like stronger or healthier or like <laughs> something in me is powering up. But iceberg don't do nothing, right? That's it's all just it water. Is, yeah, iceberg is literally just water. So I can't even. That's myself. why I've never done cocaine. Is because it's like, well, no, like, it, my curiosity isn't strong enough for me to indulge in it. Now, if, if cocaine had an amazing side effect, like you lose three pounds every time you snort a line, I'd be all in. That'd be oh, you crazy. Got, yeah, oh, you got stronger when you did it. I'd be all in. But, like, curiosity is not enough to just make me like, eh, I'm going to do a buck. It's also, what also scares me is um, how expensive it is. Yeah, I, it's like $85 a buck. I, um, I measure everything compared to weed. So yeah. when I think of, like, oh, $35 eighth, that's good. To them, like, an eighth would be like, uh, that would be $300. Like, yeah. what? And then nah. they will just give you, like... <laughs> I don't need. Like, I don't need any new habits that cost money like that. Like I just. I don't <laughs> want anything. I'm trying to cut back on shoes. Shoes is why I ain't paying my taxes this year. Because you bought so many shoes. I bought. A, I bought a ton of how shoes. How many? How many shoes do you estimate that you bought this year alone? Yeah. Probably twenty. Pairs. Uh, twenty pairs. Or twenty actual shoes, like ten pairs. Nah, twenty pairs of shoes this year. All over one fifty. Minimum. Minimum one fifty. Yeah. Max, what's the max? Max, uh, probably some some boots I got that were like three seventy nine. Some Taft boots. Let me, let me see. Yeah, Taft. T A F T. I think it's Taft clothing. Up a little bit. Yeah. One of these. Yep. So you go to it. The website actually is that pair right there. This one? No, nah, not that one. Over to your right. Over to your right. Yeah, I think they're the dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. These are nice. They're handmade. It looks like what you would explore like a temple with, like a (laughs) rich. Not look like that. Nicholas Cage. If you're hopping out of a nice car, it's a good statement piece for that. Like you get out foot first, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like you get out of like a designer camel. <laughs> you like pull up in a camel that costs hella bread, and you just step on the sand like what it. Do? I mean, but let's be honest though, a camel couldn't be inexpensive. Like to, the maintenance of a camel. You don't think so? No, I don't think a camel would be inexpensive. Google how, how much a camel expensive costs. Expensive is a camel. Fifty-five thousand dollars is a car. There you go, man. <laughs> but that's, you have that's to a keep fully feeding. loaded Camry or a base model Lexus. And camel food has got to be less than gas, right? You, you would think so, but no, because you don't have to gas up every day. Camels eat every day. Mm. And you got to think about water. And you got to think about shots. And you got to think about a stable or somewhere you got to put that car. I mean, that camel. Because you can't just keep them in your parking spot. Oh, it starts at 55. But then the thoroughbred, a.k.a. the, the Gucci camel, the mm-hmm. designer, can go for a way more. Oh, yeah, I believe that fully. Yeah, and there's some days that you don't drive, so you don't pay for your car. And yeah. camel, every day you still gotta eat. Day. It shits everywhere. What, what, what? One designer just came out. A luxury designer just came out with a helicopter. Camel. I don't know if it was Hermes or who, but somebody just came out with a helicopter, and I was like, I don't want one. Designer helicopter. Designer helicopter. Oh, that's a stunt, boy. I was about to say that was stupid, and my my being stopped. <laughs> This is interesting. It says one camel costs 36 goats or sheep, and one camel costs almost three donkeys or 12 cows. 12 cows for just one camel? That's crazy that people have a whole system based on animal. Like, "Ah, I'll I'll give you like 36 goats for that. (laughs) Wow. All right. 
what is it? Camel costs sixty thousand yen 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 no Kenyan shillings, which is around seven hundred dollars. Wow, I'm sure if you get it from like if you're in a different country, they might be cheaper. But like in the states, just trying to buy a camel. Oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. Good it says luck, man. they're good for milk, meat, blood, and to carry things. Don't know what you want camel blood for, but would you I, drink camel milk? I would not. I, it took me a while to hop on an almond milk bus. Like, I'm not just going to just jump right into the teat of a camel. That's that's different. If almond milk was a hard sell, I don't yeah, think I could ever hard get sell. And, drink and coconut milk, I know it's been on for a while. I'm just like, nah, I'm good, fam. <laughs> I'm not doing that one. <laughs> I'm not trying camel meat either. Who's just around eating the ass of a camel? Why you got to go to the ass? I feel like that would be the the, the meatiest the part. Because yeah. that's like technically what you eat on the pig, right? Yeah, I'm, I mean, but look at the legs too. The legs are skinny. They got flamingo legs. So it'd be ass, stomach, and back. Yeah, I guess. Oh, so. but water's in the back, so it'd be uh, at least it'd be hydrated. Meat. Is that what the humps are? Are the humps water? Mm-hmm. They store water. You didn't know that? That's like the first thing you learn about a camel. I just thought they were weird looking horses. Horses. <laughs> It's just like these are some weird horses, man. Yeah, man, they got water in there. They got like a you know you never heard the, um you you ever seen those white people walk with the backpacks that got a straw in it? And they, oh, the camel, yeah. <laughs> See, oh, yeah. boom, connections. Damn, I didn't I did not make that connect, connection. What do camels have in their humps? <laughs> my lady, I'm wrong as hell. My lovely lady humps. <laughs> Yo, I'm wrong as hell. I feel like they taught us that as kids. Girl, you it says, failed. A camel's hump does not hold water at all. It actually stores fat. It uses it as nourishment when food is scarce. I feel... I've, I've thought that my whole life. Oh. Well, now what's the camel pack? That should, they should be drinking fat out of their backpack. Well, storage for nutrients. And water is your nutrient. The hump, once it, the, it uses the fat inside the hump, the hump will become limp and droop down. They drink large amounts of water, up to 20 gallons at a time. But it doesn't have water in its hump. No. Nah, nah. So, there you go. Wow. I just proved myself wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why do camels have two humps? Oh, some people just got this extendo. <laughs> some people... They're those just are the, it's really, just like, those are the really, uh, the really hungry camels. They're like, ah, <laughs> I'm not going to chance eating. Just give me another hump. Less than six hours. I'm going to just hold a little something extra. Yo, what if we were like that? That'd be crazy if you ate too much. Well, I guess we kind of are like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what your stomach does. <laughs> it's just and then once your stomach gets full, men, our titties start to sleep out. Man. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's fucking an inverse stomach. So camels with a hump are just fat-ass camels. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn, I cannot remember the, the brand of that. But I know Mercedes has a helicopter that they... I'm down. Yeah, that's one of them. But this other one was just like a two-seater. Two-seater? What about the nigga flying it? I mean, you want a pilot. Or I mean, you may be the pilot. It doesn't take that long to get your helicopter's license. I don't think that many hours, I mean. Like, yeah, but you got all that money to be flown around in a helicopter. I'm not trying I mean, to die GTAing to the Staples Center. Bro, but I'm saying, like, it's still baller if you pull up in a helicopter, though. That would be tight. I wouldn't yeah. like to learn how to... I'm scared of heights. Are you scared of heights? No, I'm all You would fly a helicopter? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been when in we a to, helicopter. Uh, That's scary. When we went to Barcelona, we did this park. It's called uh, Ferrari Land, and they had a water park, and they had Ferrari like, Land. Yeah, this their equivalent of Six Flags. But it's like rich people. No, it's just it's just Six Flags. They just call it Ferrari Land, and it's Ferrari paid for it or something. Or? No, no. I mean, they got Ferrari themed uh, rides and attractions, but for the most part, it's just Ferrari. It's literally their Six Flags. 
Wow. Yeah, but the water park is crazy. They got this super high uh, water slide. I had never done a water slide in my life, but I definitely Funny did. Visual. <laughs> I definitely did it. It was it was scary. I'm not gonna lie to you. Is it one of those see through ones where you can? No, no. This one was just a slide. They had another one. I don't like the ones. I will say I don't like the ones that are totally encapsulated. Like I feel like it was hard to breathe. Oh, it felt claustrophobic in there. But also like water slides, like you have to hold your breath. And I didn't know that. Like mm-hmm. I was like trying to scream, and the water kept going in my nose and my mouth. And I was like, all right, well I'm just gonna close everything, eyes and everything. Oh, that should be so the rule fast. anyway. Huh? That should be the rule at a water park. I had park no anyway. idea. This was my first time at a water park like Th- that. There was a, a a study that came out, and this was a long time ago. I'm sure it's not like this anymore. But when I was a kid, there was some study that said that like the water in a in a water park is typically like 80 percent urine. Like so many people peed in it, and it got so bad that they came out with this chemical that they didn't know how to stop people from peeing. So all they tried to use was embarrassment. So they you put this chemical in the water that would turn, turn blue. blue. Yeah, blue. Mm-hmm. When you, so if you peed, you'd have a cloud around you. Um, but imagine how bad it had to get for that to even become that is... a thing. So if you think about the the all the water in a water park being like pee water, yeah, you're kind of simulating like a, a water slide kind of simulates a toilet because I just picture all that water being like <laughs> pee. So you're kind of a piece of shit and <laughs> getting flushed. Doesn't it like it, it has a, those filtration systems like in the big pools? And stuff yeah, like yeah. That? I mean, even when that study came out, I think there was fil- filtration systems. But uh. at the same time, it's just like. People pee. I I peed in almost every slide I've been in. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. That, uh, I was a kid at a water park. That definitely changes things for me. And I uh, probably would never do another one, another one again. Oh, I'm not. So, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm all is, the way good on that. It's gross. Uh, but yeah, well, I'm, that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Did not uh, see that one coming when I was trying to... I um, Damn, I... I was in a helicopter, and it's what the one of the main things that surprised me is how big the windows are. Like the windows are like all the way up, yeah. so you're just like nervous mm-hmm. sitting there. And and I was just looking, so I could only imagine controlling it, and then like ah, the thought of just <coughs> the thought of just the thing stopping, and then you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, this is over. I went to uh, when I went to Hawaii this year, me and a family, we did the helicopter ride, and uh, you could do it where you have the doors open. Mm-hmm. So we're in the helicopter and the doors are open and you can literally like just doors see are open. Wait, I didn't doors even open, that. man. We out here ghost riding the helicopter. Like open or there was no doors. They they slide open or they close and we had them. Open were you guys buckled time. in? Yeah, we buckled in. Oh, I was about to say it was crazy though. Like so, there was no window obstructing my view as I'm like getting footage of the mm-hmm. entire island. It was crazy, but you That's definitely dangerous. need those headsets, like because you cannot hear anything under that motor. Yeah, that those. Headphones were really intense, actually. It was crazy, but yeah. I, I, I encourage you, if you ever go to Hawaii, definitely take the helicopter trip, man. That's worth Do it. the cl- door, one with doors. I did it with doors, and it was plenty scary. Nah, do it without doors. You're Plus, fine. the structural damage to the rainforest, if you fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Just the- you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait. We were having a real conversation, bonding over traveling, blacks traveling, and could not wait to slide in a fat joke. Hey, Black's Traveling, I'd watch that show. <laughs> I would watch that show. And be, people would immediately go to it because they're ready to get upset off of Black's. But Black's don't be traveling like that. And then now. they'd stay because they're like, oh, this show's kind of good. Yeah. I was offended at first, but do it, Discovery Channel. Let yeah. us host Black's Traveling. Black's Traveling would be all be flight hit. attendants because they be getting the <laughs> flight attendants be getting the hookup and they be wanting you to go with them. 
He'd be like, bro, I don't get my tickets for $75 like you do. Uh, that's never happened to me. Really? You Like like a flight attendant like sending you stuff or sending you places? No, like a flight attendant, be like, she'll reach out to their friends and be like, yo, we should go here. He'd be like, bro, we don't get our tickets for what you get your ticket from. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So a lot of times, it'd be groups of flight attendants going to these events because mm-hmm. they get the tickets for $100 to I mean, police. I, I have friends who have said... That they like dated a flight attendant, mm-hmm. and they would just give them a ticket to like wherever they'd go, and they travel for free. Yeah, I mean you could do that. You, know, you can do the buddy pass type thing, but the buddy pass thing is like it's no guarantee. You're not guaranteed to get the spot. You basically get what's left over, so you get the shake of seats. How often is there not like there's seats on a plane though? Um, it just depends on the destination you're going to. So mm-hmm. like if you're trying to go to uh, somewhere that's popular, the best thing to try to do is fly, like fly from LA to like um, Denver or a less popular city, and then fly from that less popular city to your destination. Because trying to fly out of LA, everybody in LA is always vacationing, so the the possibility of you getting a, a seat on that flight is less than right. you flying from like. You know, Denver or Kankakee or something like that. So you would use a buddy pass to get to Denver? And then from Denver to... But wouldn't wouldn't L.A. to Denver be packed? Or are you talking about a popular destination like New York or something? No, popular... Like, L.A. to Denver probably would be almost full, but not full like that. Got it. And then you would take Denver to a more popular city. Yeah, yeah, Cancun or something like that if they had that flight. Flight attendants out there. Hook your boy up. They, but see, here's the thing, though. A lot of people get the buddy pass. So, buddy pass is basically an extension of that flight attendant's benefits. So, you're a representation of that flight attendant when you're on that buddy pass. And a lot of people be messing up, getting smart with other flight attendants, showing up for travel, head all wrapped up, and sweat sagging and stuff like that. Like, you actually are supposed to dress like you're like headed somewhere. Because all of that stuff really comes back on the flight attendant. That's why a just lot of wearing people, like shorts and slides would come back to them. I mean, if you if you wear it nice, but if you wear it sloppy, yeah, man. Like like I used to always travel with like button ups and a jean jacket. I mean, button ups and a, and a jean or something like that. Because like one, my chances of getting on a flight are better. Why? Because I look like I belong. I don't know why, but like I always go up. I speak to whoever's at the desk, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? I'm on the nun ref. Uh, Ticket and I was just trying to see what's the load looking like. There's a possibility because a lot of times they won't give you your seat until everybody has boarded. They're like, All right, all, all rows, all passengers are, are free to board, and everybody boards. And they're like, All right, standby passenger, such and such come up, send mm-hmm. such and such. But if you go up with the right energy and the load is more than available, they'll give you a seat right then, but it's all in your presentation. Hmm. So normally they'll give it to you at the end, it's but scary. I go up, offer them something, uh, put a piece of gum in my arm. Oh, want, want a piece of gum like that? Oh, I like that vest. I see what you're doing. I see what's out here. They got it going on right here. Charm them over, get my seat right comedian, out the gate versus. Comedian, uh, I guess that's not manipulation. That's just working the. Just working the crowd, man. You got to use your strength. I got to get the gap. Patrick would go up, try to rub his hair behind his ear, finger gets stuck in his hair, snatch it down, knock everything off the counter, spill a coffee on the flight attendant. She's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> if I'm at an airport, I am high as shit. I'm just, I, I prepare. I hate the airport. It gives me anxiety. Yeah? Because it's like, I was I was almost stuck in so many cities. We were I stuck in one stuck city. I did get stuck in a couple cities, yeah. but like, Baltimore. I was almost stuck in Toronto. Like, 
there are so many opportun- t- times that just by the gift of God, I made it onto the plane. But it's just like, it's so much going on that if you, if you, if you mess up, you could just be in that city longer. <laughs> so it's just like... You act like that city is in the woods. You act like, <laughs> I could be stuck in the woods with these bears and nowhere to camp out. Definitely not ideal to be stuck in an airport, but I'm, it could be worse. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you can dress up for the plane because every, every flight I've ever been on, it looked like I was about to play a, a pickup basketball game. <laughs> it's just like, I just dressed like... I, I, I did not know that that was a thing. I yeah, like, man. I, I, always, I always look like I'm supposed to be there. No matter where I'm at, I always try to dress like I'm supposed to be there. And from that, I've got my seats early. I've got upgrades. I've got free drinks, everything. Just from like being personal, having to give the gab and looking like I belong. So you're saying that if I dressed a certain way, even if I was respectable and, mm-hmm. and talked to everybody, mm-hmm. that could come back on the flight attendant? Yes. Yes, it In could. In what way? Like, like you because your buddy was a little You never know, shifty. man. Like, you know, they put notes in the same way that, you know, your doctor puts notes in, a therapist or something like that. So, you know, like this person reeked of marijuana, you know, and then when you get on a... You get on a plane and they be like, uh, what's your seat number? And you tell them, like, well, you're getting complaints of your smell. You know what I'm saying? Because you got marijuana coming off of you and stuff like that. Not that bad. But I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's different. I'm not saying you in particular. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it can always come back to that. Because, like, they're going to look at your ticket. They're going to look at your name. <laughs> they're going to see that you're on a ticket attached to this person. So, the worst case scenario, that person can get their privileges revoked or they can get fired depending on how bad the outburst was, and you could be put on a no-fly list. Just for that? I'm not just for the marijuana. I'm just saying, uh, worst-case scenario, like uh, if you got into it with a flight attendant, or you were like had to be taken off by the cops and stuff like that, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd definitely be put on a no-fly list. Uh, I don't know how long that list, how long you're on that list, but uh, definitely I've never into it with a flight attendant. Our flight attendants are usually nice. So uh, I had one like try to I be said, nice, nasty with me because I'm not supposed to... Like, you're not supposed to, like, I always take the, I think I told you to take the little mini bottles of liquor. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, and she was like, you're not supposed to drink that. But I'm like, well, why can I get it past security if I'm not supposed to drink it? It's under the 3.4 fluid ounces. You're and like, huh, this can. was this was $3 at the gas station versus paying $8 on this flight. Uh-huh. And usually I get free drinks, but somebody gave it to me, so I just took them and I, all right, let me get some, you know. Security saw the bottles and stole yeah, them in? Yeah, I don't hide them. So you can, so they're allowed. They're allowed, but I don't know why they don't want you to do them. Probably just because they want you to spend the money on a plane. But it's like it's an unspoken rule that you're not supposed to do it. But all right, well, if, that's, if it's unspoken and unlisted, guess what? Jibboy gonna do it unless I'm on a buddy pass because I gonna be disrespectful. That's that airport game. Oh, I will put you up on game. For sure, for sure. I need. I, I will never forget the time I thought I was gonna go to jail. They pulled my bag out and they pulled out uh, an eighth of weed, a piece, a lighter. An edible, and then I was like, "Oh, jail! Oh, for sure, jail!" <laughs> Where the fuck were you going? I was with y'all. Wait, did you go to um, New York for TBS? Were you no, no, I was in New York, but I, I got right, told right, right. I couldn't go, so nobody <clears throat> could go. I didn't, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't make that decision. <laughs> That's how everybody knew I had got let go at ADD. By the way, because y'all were doing all videos on the plane. Uh, it was like, "Oh, we ended to New York and everything." And Richie Logo was one of the first people. It was like, "Yo." Uh, you're not with ADD no more. That sucks. <laughs> Chip was great. Uh, <laughs> um, I remember they pulled all that out, and I just looked over at the squad, just like, "Well, have fun, guys." <laughs> and then he pulled out some baby oil and was like, "You're not supposed to take this on the plane." And yeah. Put everything else back. He was just like, "By the way, I love your guys' videos." I was like. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the that has helped me out too in a lot of different times. People recognizing my jail, face. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's. I was just like. Shit. You typically shouldn't travel with that type of stuff if you go into a place where I didn't know weed is there. still illegal. Like you could fly into LA with it, and it mm-hmm. won't be a problem. Like you're flying from LA to Denver, no problems all day. I think I just left it. Like uh, you flying to like from LA to Alabama, they don't they don't catch your ass real quick. I don't like. I don't like thinking about what they would do to you. And I feel like they still roll up on you in ho- like with horses in Alabama. Like, where are you going, boy? In the airport? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is this, is this airport security? I was supposed to go to Johnny Talladega Day, uh, uh, College in Alabama. And um, I just I went down there to check out the college and the university. I mean, the campus. I just was like, I ain't going to be able to do it. No? Nah, man. It was what, too- what, what, what was the last straw? It was just, it was just, I was too much out of my element. And I'm uh-huh. all for embracing and trying new experiences, but like, like boy was just a common use word down there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you boys going. You boys hungry. You boy, mm, can't do it. Yeah. Can't there's a lot of, do it. A lot of deepness behind I that. lost my job as a PA when I was working on Say Yes to the Dress because one of the ADs was like, what you boys go ahead and set up the tables, first of all. What you not going to do? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Of course. Of course, black men, black, black guys mostly know not to refer to other black men as boys. What was the other PA? Not that that matters. Oh, he was black and then it was a white one too. And the black one was like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's just like, whoa, cool ass. And now in retrospect or in hindsight, because everything's 2020, I know that the guy didn't mean it like that. But I was just coming from St. Louis, very militant and like, you're not going to call me no boy and think I'm okay with it. So I'm out. Oh, you just walked off? I trip. dipped. Okay, I but did. if you knew he didn't mean it like that, why not check him so that he knows not to do that anymore? Because it wouldn't have made no difference. If I would have checked him, I would have got fired. They would have looked at me as a confrontational guy, not a team player, all that type of stuff. You know how Hollywood is. So I'm just like, oh, plus the hours were shitty. Well, one time they wanted us to basically film like 24 hours. Damn. We had to we had to travel to like the mountains out there by like uh, what beach is that? Uh, it's not, is it like Pebble Beach or something? No, not Pebble Beach, but. Uh, Yo, Yucca? I think Yucca Beach. Out there, like, past... On the PACH, but it was, like, way past, like, Santa Monica and all of that. Uh-huh. And um, they wanted us to get films setting up and all of that, and they wanted to catch the, the sunrise coming over the mountains, and then the, the ceremony was going to be, you know, two hours, and then the reception was going to be, like, probably six hours. Over time? Had, um, I don't know, but it wasn't paying enough, so I was like... Damn. 24 hours is a crazy thing to see, like, on your call sheet, like... Start time, 6 a.m. Rap time, 6 a.m. Like, <laughs> but as a PA, I'm sure talent wasn't going to be for 24 hours. But as a PA, we're there for setup. You know, we got to do lunch. We got to do uh-uh. lunch. You got to do breakdown. Damn. Do, How many lunch breaks is that? Bro, I don't know. hours. I, I, just, I just know I wasn't a part of it. I was like, no, thank you. That's a lot of damn lunch breaks. Man, come on, fam. That's crazy. Nah, nah. I, 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 I wasn't for it, bro. I, I had a dipski on that one. It's almost enough to make you start drinking. Transition. What is getting too drunk? <laughs> yeah. Getting too drunk? It. What uh, is the drunkest you've ever been? <clears throat> I think the drunkest, the first time I've ever thrown up, that I ever threw up from drinking, I was in college. At this little lounge across the street, actually from my college, mm-hmm. and I had 
For the first time, I had an Incredible Hulk. And that night, I had Oof. seven Incredible Hulks. What the hell? Nothing on my stomach. Just Oh, partying. you didn't eat? No, I was just partying. And I was dancing. This is back when the college. I used to dance. I'd be out there hard. Like, bow, bow. Like, dance hard. Sweating, shirt. Like, yeah, I'm right here with it. Hmm. Bow, bow. Doing this with the warm-up of the Tootsie Roll. Hmm. And then bang right here. And then doing the Tootsie Roll. And right there, dancing all on the ground. Picking chicks up. Like, Wow, I don't believe that last part. What picking people up? Mm -hmm. I'm deceptively strong, Pat. I'm just saying after the dance moves you just showcased, I don't think anybody was getting close to you. I think that may be why you were seven hulks in. Big guys that can dance. Chicks be on us, bro. Chicks be on. And I'm in the Midwest. This is where like big dude season is year round because chicks always cold, so they always want a big dude that's carrying his heat, my boy. I believe that. I've, 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 I've had a feeling that like. Th- being thin wasn't in in places like Texas, maybe you know. Yeah, no, nah, like, you look. West. Girls will beat you up in Texas. I know a girl right now named June. She'll backhand you with with an open with an open hand and won't even think twice about it. Nothing you won't do. And she'll hit you so hard you'll want her to get back, but you mm-hmm. won't. I, I I believe this. Yeah, I do believe I can get. She drives up. a tractor. She drives a tractor. She drives a tractor. I mean, she could beat you up though. Probably. I have never tested. I've always been on the good side. Damn. Yeah. She drives a tractor like on the freeway because I've seen that. No, not on the freeway, but like in the small town stuff. Hmm. I met her at a tough mudder I was doing once. A tough mudder? Tough mudder. It's a mud run obstacle course, like the Spartan run and stuff. Oh, like that. you did that? No, I was a Starline MC for them for like five years. Yeah, <laughs> you were hosting it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they always tried to get me to do it too. What you do? Fuck out of here, man. That's it. I I uh, I heard about somebody who did that, and the person in front of them like. Broke their leg in like oh, the yeah. most brutal way. People were always getting fucked. I mean, one time you had to climb this one obstacle, climb the ladder, and jump over the wall or something like. And the person was climbing, they slipped, and their hand got lodged in one of the rungs, and it snatched the skin off. It had to be air evacuated, like the helicopter came in, all that. So like all Ooh. of this meat was exposed. Ooh. Yeah, they always try to keep stuff like that under the wraps. Like Ooh. I remember this one time, this chick had. A metal plate, I think, in her head, and then like one of the last uh, obstacles is called like electroshock a therapy, oh. and like they literally have these wires dang down where electric charges running through them, and like it just bursts out like that's that. one of the parts you get shocked. Yeah, after getting through mud. Yeah, it was like what? eighteen to twenty-five obstacles. This was the last obstacle every every city, and shit got shot. So did she get powers? <laughs> I feel like that would give her turn into Magneto. <laughs> that would do something. I feel like she could talk she, to Magneto. She did something. It definitely, it definitely gave her ass a seizure. It was like, really? and then she fell. Her head hit the like the frame was built out of wood. Her head hit the, the wood, sliced open. It was, it was fucked up. She died. She died. Nah, nah, she was alright. Right. Most of everybody was alright. I've never heard anybody dying on it. She's getting fucked up. I'd like to think, I'd like to think she woke up with something like oh, the microwave. I could talk to the microwave, like. You know, like something, I mean, we would have heard about her if yeah. it was like something crazy, but like she probably woke up with something. In the I would hospital. love to do that. I've often thought about like getting a head injury, like not purposely trying, but like if I got a head injury and woke up and could speak like six different languages or be phenomenal yeah. at math. Like I've heard of people having these things happen, mm-hmm. but like to wake up with a power, like to be able to flight or have telekinesis, you can move stuff like that. I definitely would not tell anybody if I could do it. Because you tell somebody, government's going to be like, oh, Experience. perfect. Right. Now you're going to be living in a, a damn lab room right. for the rest of your life. Because they're going to try to figure out. 50th underground floor. Oh, definitely not telling people. If I'm flying, I've got a mask on. Please believe it. That's why I always say people when people give the, like, what superpower would you have? Like, for sure, teleportation or invisibility. Because people say flight, you would enjoy that one time. And then that's it. You, you got to fly with a mask on. 
No, I don't think that even matters. Nah, you fly with a mask on, you'll be good. But they'll track you. How? It's not like they're like, who's that? Uh, let me see his face. It's to here. No, they probably like track you like with a some satellite or something. You can't track you with a satellite if you fly low. You won't pop up on the radars. How do you know that? How do you not? Your master... Flying low seems more dangerous. Yeah, but like radars can't track you when you fly low. Yeah, but a Ralph's parking lot can. <laughs> he can yeah, but and all it takes is somebody be like, whoa, what was that? Yeah, but then, then like, they gotta viral. find it. They gotta see where you land. If they don't see where you land, you're good. You'd go viral, though. You probably would. And then they'd probably find you. I, I, They'll I find you if you fly with your, your phone. You just can't, find, you can't fly with your phone or anything <laughs> electronic. Because anytime it pings off of a tower, like, wow, what are you trying to get pictures for? You can fly, motherfucker. You don't need to get pictures. But you're more or less likely flying somewhere. Yeah. So if I fly to work, I just don't got a phone that day. Turn your phone off. I don't think that works, though. It does. So the chip is still in there. Yeah, but they can't track if it's off. Is that the conspiracy theory? <laughs> like, what... Because in every, like I said, I want to be a scene, in a scene in a movie where you got to destroy your phone real quick. Yeah. What, what is the, the logic behind that? Like, I'm, I'm assuming it's the GPS. Uh-huh. But is it like a chip in here or? Well, I think it's the phone. I think it's the software that the phone has a positioning on where you are. Because like if, if it was just a chip, when you turned your phone on airplane mode and you landed in another time zone, uh-huh. it would automatically update. Still, but it, it needs, does? It doesn't unless the airplane mode is off and your phone is connected to the network. Then it recognizes through the global uh, uh, positioning system, GPS, that where you are and then it updates your phone from there. But if it's not connected to the network, it can't do that. It can't just do it on its own. I feel like there has to be some hardware element. or Otherwise, why would you have to destroy your phone? Wouldn't everybody in the movies just turn their phone off? Yeah, but somebody that like, it's like you turn it off, but like you turn it on for one second. Like even just to like read a message or something like that. Oh, I forgot the code. We got to look it up real quick. You turn your mm-hmm. phone on. Now it's pinged off of a tower close by. Now they can get you for that one moment. You know what always bothered me about that? It's like <laughs> GPS, when you like click on the app, it's like, boom, there you are. Mm-hmm. It's no like calibrating, calibrating. Let me figure out where you are. It's mm-hmm. like, boom, there's the map. And here you go. You're, you're going down this road. And I'm like, what's tracking you? So but it, I thought GPS was like, here, where am I? And then it's like, let me figure it out. Oh, here's where you are. But it's like, you yeah, open back it, in the old it's days. almost like you just open the door and they're like, Back in the old days. Yeah. What old days? Like back in the like, GPS old days? <clears throat> back in the days were like, like, I think Apple Maps was like hella trash on a, the, the, the first through the third or the first through the fourth phones were hella trash. Uh-huh. Like you couldn't. You couldn't use GPS and talk on the phone. So, like, if you're talking to somebody and you're trying to find a house on GPS, like, it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be able to use the data for talk and the data for the internet or the phone at the same time. But now, like, it's always tracking. Oh, I see. So, like, because, like, if you pull up your your GPS and you type in gas stations, Mm -hmm. it automatically knows where you are so it can bring up the closest options to you Mm -hmm. versus having to wait to find out where you are and all Mm -hmm. of that. But the maps do that. Everything else has to ask permission. So, like, when you first start on the iPhone and it gives you all of those prompts, like, you okay with this, you okay with this, one of those prompts is, are you okay with the tracking your location? Because, yeah. like, it's, it's you can go through your phone and it'll show you your most traveled locations and destinations. Like, you can pull it up, like, and then pull up the map and, like, where you always go. Like, the studio here, um, where you go shoot with Rita and all that. All of those will be on that map because it tracks that. And you could delete that. It is. It's like Jack in the Box. 
<laughs> customer of the monthly that. But yeah, all of that, man. Where but is all other that? other uh, websites like like Google, like when you search something on Google and they're like, do you give Google permission to track your location? Mm-hmm. Like they have to ask permission for that. But like when you first build on put on an iPhone, you okay that. I like how when people hear, because my first thought was like, I got to turn this off. But then like, people are always just like, I got to get off the grid. But like, the government ain't looking at you. Like they, people, everybody swear that the government's after them when it's really like nine times out of 10, they're getting your information so that they can sell to you. They'll be like, oh, he's a black, black dude who lives here. He likes this, 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 this. These are the ads we want to put. That's like nine times out of 10. That's right. what all of that secret snooping government stuff is for. Not to like, let me keep track of this guy just in case he, you know, becomes enemy of the state. Like, yeah. that's not, that's not... Most people, like, maybe up in arms about security and stuff like that. It, it will never affect you, right? Unless you end up robbing a bank or something like that, that facial recognition will never really affect you. Like, I just saw this this past weekend when I was traveling. <clears throat> Delta now has facial recognition, so you don't even have to scan your phone. You go up, you put your face in front of the screen, what? you get on the plane. Yes. Swear man in black to God. That's scary. Yeah, it's scary, but it's also like convenient as hell. Now you ain't got to fumble with your phone. It's like, it's always the thing my phone will die. Not die, but like it'll go to sleep mode right when I'm about to check, I mean, check in. And I got to launch the, launch the app and it's loading and all that type of stuff because I have connected to the airport Wi-Fi and your, your, your network is moving slow in the airport. So now I got to let two people get it. Then it finally comes up. But now I just go up. My face is attached to my, my account. Is that an option or that's what everybody has to do? <clears throat> I think it's an option there. Okay. Yeah, I think you still scan your phone. You still can use the paper if you want to do that. But why would you ever do that? Low-key, like this whole Apple thing, because, you know, Apple just took USBs away and we were just like, hey, and okay. And now yeah. we buy the dongles. When they, when they ba- like basically take away the options and the only options are like sketchy stuff, it's like we're not going to – we have nothing to do. Like when they remember, like they, they say that people are opting into the chip. Yeah. That has all your information and no more money, no more debit cards. It's like, yeah. I'm scared and I, I definitely never want to do that. But there might be a time where they're like, this is the only option. Either this or you don't have money. And then it's just like, I think damn. cash will always be key. You think if cash ain't going nowhere? I don't think cash will ever go anywhere. Really? I think it would be less used, but I think cash is always king. If you got $1,000 on hand, that is still way better than having something in your finger. Mainly because it's like with gold, like back before there was currency, you know, and people were using the barter system and things like that, you still had to have something tangible to barter. You can't just be like, all right, well, well my, my cow lays these baby calves, I'm going to give you one of them. No, I need something tangible. I need something now. You know what I'm saying? Banana something. So something Bananas. tangible. Something. You know what I'm saying? Something Bananas tangible. Bananas for a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I give you 30 bushels of, I don't know what they call packs of bananas, but <laughs> <laughs> I give you 30 of those of one of those baby calves as soon as you have it. You know, you still have to have something tangible to barter with. So, you know, what is it called? What's the- a bunch of bananas is called a hand and a single banana is a finger. Okay, that's uh, that's cool. I'll give you thirty hands of bananas. <laughs> what are the baby? Who made that up? That's so weird. <laughs> Low key, it kind of does look like a. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that. But uh, yeah, man, I think cash will always be king, bro. In a tight situation, somebody will always take you know ten thousand dollars over. I'm gonna transfer you the money. Nah, I need that now, my boy. 
Because I'm trying to stay out the grid, so I don't, I don't got a bank account. I need that now. So cash is forever. I think cash in the is kind of the same way that gold probably ain't going nowhere. Yeah, gold will always be good. Because that's weird. The market just... will go down and up, but gold will always be good. I think huh. it's just harder to move gold. And bricks of gold are heavy as hell. Oh, you mean literally? It's harder to move gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you got to find somebody that that wants it, and then it's also harder to like you know transfer to other people because like one, you have to have. The, the means to be able to transport the gold, then you got to find somebody that can actually afford the price that you want to sell that gold for. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, cash, man. Cash Jesus. will always be king. Well, That's all, what I'm betting on. All, uh, all full circle. Back to uh, what's too drunk. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, no, no, man. We're a long way from what's too <laughs> oh, drunk. No, but moving back to what's too drunk. Drunk. Oh, the Incredible Hulks. I remember. Okay. That's a lot of, that's a lot of Incredible Hulks. Um... This drunk dude was caught having sex with a pile of leaves. Um, and he went to jail for eight weeks for it. That's is, too drunk. That's you, too drunk. You, you should have went to jail. You should have. You need time to think about it. That's two months, though. That's two months out of your life. And I think people will hear, you think when you hear two months or eight weeks, you're like, oh, that's not that long, bro. That's, that's damn near 60 days in a foreign place. Away from your house, away from your animal, away from your rights, away from your ability to say when you go to bed, away from the ability to choose what you want to eat that day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. With possibly, like, depending on what type of jail he was, he could be in, like, in a group holding cell with, like, 30 other people. Or you Mm -hmm. might be in an actual cell with you and one other person or by yourself. But that's 60 days of everything being foreign. Eight weeks. Damn. Yeah. That's a long ass time. That's a bro. long ass time. Two months because you were trying to smash some fall leaves. <laughs> he was filmed. Uh, I, I low-key want to see the video. He was filmed thrusting at a pile of leaves with his trousers around his ankles. I don't oh, know he went he full in. That's what I'm saying. He, he didn't even just like it. zip, unzip and go in. He went he was full down. Smashing them maples. Uh, <laughs> Michael Golsorski. Golsorki? 26, abandoned the missionary position. Wow, that's a funny thing that they wrote. Uh, and scuttled away, I like this author, into nearby bushes after Premier in staff shouted at him to clear off. He remained hidden for 10 more minutes before sheepishly emerging when police arrived at the hotel. Why didn't he leave? Good adjective, guys. He, this guy, yeah. yeah I'm going to shout out this writer, Sam Corbishley. <laughs> guy's an author he he abandoned the missionary position and scuttled away uh into the bushes before sheepishly emerging when police arrived i wonder if he was smashing the bushes while he was waiting in that 10 minute time though he's just like i'm getting this this rose bush is kind (laughs) of he was smashing the bush he was hiding in (laughs) all leaves is getting it before i leave uh this is funny this was before 8 p.m it seems like some 3 a.m. shit. Wow. Um, he was wasted. He got wasted uh, at happy hour. That's a happy hour wasted. He said he was mortified by the lewd act, which took place in a car park outside a beef eater pub. What is that? Uh, beef eater is a liquor. Oh, okay. So maybe it was that. I was about to say, damn, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Where families were eating. Oh, this was a family. This was like the, uh, a Manchester... Like Applebee's. Oh, wow. Uh, where families were eating, having consumed a cocktail of booze, cannabis, and cocaine. Wow. He was off the shits. Yeah. Uh, mobile phone footage of him apparently trying to have sex with the pile of leaves was shown at 
the court, <laughs> where he admitted outraging uh, public decency and possessing cannabis. What about cocaine? Beef Eater is a chain of over 140 pub restaurants in the UK. Um, and there's yeah. kids there and families and stuff? Yeah, it's a family, it's a family thing. Family I mean, Beef Eater is, is an alcohol too, but this one is specifically a restaurant. It's like okay. uh, a Chili's or Applebee's type thing. For the next thing. Bro, that's, they showed him that in court. He was just sitting there like... <laughs> I wonder if they played <laughs> the full length of the footage. It wasn't like, Your Honor, uh, and if it pleases the, the, the jury... As you can see here, the defendant is smashing this pile of leaves. I just want to use that as a reference, okay? And then he stopped it. All he just was like, "If it pleases the court, you can sit back and watch this for eight minutes." It's, it's about see, eight minutes of this. <laughs> this full eight minutes is just icky, icky, icky. He just got to watch it like. But the strokes though, those are, those are quality strokes. So we gotta, we just gonna ignore that fact. <laughs> it's, it literally says it was. Uh, he, they became aware of a male acting <coughs> suspiciously in the hotel car park. Uh, we saw a white male with his trousers down, and we could see his bums. Very English. Uh, there was nothing between me and this male. He was about a car length away from me, and he appeared to be having sex. Uh, at one set point, I shouted to him, What are you doing, you dirty bitch? <laughs> and then he leapt up, pulled his trousers up, and sat in the bushes. Uh, it's, it's weird that his first instinct wasn't to run away. Yeah, like I was going to say, is that how he got caught? Because I thought that they got he got caught because somebody recognized him for the video mm-hmm. and then went to, to find him. But if he just sat there and wait for the cops to come, bro, you must have really been wasted. Like, you he couldn't even... He said he don't remember it. You couldn't even muster up the strength to run home or run to your car and go to sleep in the trunk, sleep it off? He, I think he might have been finishing. Because they said he was in there for 10 minutes, and then he came out like, all right, guess. I can't run so with this erection. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's wild. Yeah. He was, and then he said he don't remember it, so that just must have been really Man, embarrassing. That's scary to be that drunk, bro. That's blackout drunk. They literally said, uh, they told him, you need help. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They said, uh, think about your life. Make sure you do not. Make sure you do go out and seek help. Unfortunately for you, it is you who have found yourself in this position. That is a life-changing little paragraph. Wow! It's just like, yeah, I'm. I don't know who this guy is. That's crazy. Look at your advertising on the side of the computer. Live pigs used no, as crash dummies. Those guy like. Oh damn! <laughs> Big brother's watching. Big brother is watching. Uh, wow! Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> there's, there's also live pigs used as crash test dummies <laughs> and slammed into walls in China. You know they say that the pig is, uh, what is it? I don't want to say genetically, but most, uh, like the makeup, to yeah, the makeup of a pig is closest to the human, so. That's weird. Yeah. Why? I don't know, man. Oof. I don't know. All right, well, it is time for the best part of the podcast, <laughs> this is cocaine theories. <laughs> Do that. Just go for another three hours. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> this podcast is six and a half hours. Uh, the conspiracy corner. There it is. Cue the music. I'm 
just what's wait till you get called? it up. Ooh, what's this one called? Uh huh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What's this one called? Okay. What's you have to start bookmarking these. What's this one called? It's uh-huh. a bookmark. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Got a lot of them. Here it Brave new world order. What the hell is happening? These niggas actually know magic and they do not recognize religion. Oh, and they be jumping up dimension portals. Dimension portal, 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 portal. Dimension portals, uh, they know that magic, uh, that shit is tragic, uh, right new world order, uh, it is a baby in outer space, a little fetus floating around in outer space. Alright, nice. Hey, it kind of came together at the end. See, it's a, it's a fetus in outer space. Alright, this is what? called, this is called Brave New World Order, now stick with me, it's a lot, it's a lot, um, it's not your basic uh, ghouls, goblins, and demons. But it's uh, it's it's documented and very real and very scary. So, um, like I said, it's called the Bra- uh, the Brave New World Order, and it's about a Discordian society, which is a group who worship uh, a god called Eris, which is the goddess of disorder. Um, it was basically, uh, it's been called a parody religion. But wait, 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 stop, real quick. What's that word, Discordian? The dis- uh, Discordian society. That's weird, but I. So, uh, so if you are a Discordian, um, you basically say that order and disorder are man-made concepts. So they're artificial divisions of pure chaos. Chaos is beyond our comprehension, uh, but the mind still tries to conceptualize it. So in short, your view of reality isn't what reality actually is. It's just your view because the mind can only perceive so much. Already kind of fucked up. So... Some say that it's dangerous because it can lead you to believe that nothing is sacred. Um, yeah. Right? Uh, and not to take life serious. Why that sounds weird, but there's a lot of famous figures in the Discordian society, and they have connections to the CIA, government mind control programs, and even the assassination of JFK. This is all brought to you by Nick Hinton, the king of uh, conspiracies on Twitter, so shout out to him. Shout out to Nick Hinton. Is this where we get most of our stuff from? A lot of it. Yeah, shout out to Nick uh, Hinton, man. Nick we gotta Hinton get you on the show, bro. I know, for real, though. Um, so, the Discordian Society, which actually encourage, it encourages its members to form secret societies within itself. So, that's kind of scary to conspiracy theorists, because it, like, encourages that. Uh, it went on to birth a church that's called the Church of Subgenius, and... Uh, it's basically a network of gathered free spirits united in the pursuit of experiences beyond the pale of mainstream society. That's a lot to digest. Just <laughs> off the grip, yo. Well, what? if you think about it, it was the inspiration of Fight Club. Right. So if you think about men- the mentality of Fight Club, that escape, mm-hmm. um, it was the pursuit of um, experiences beyond the pale of mainstream society. Mm-hmm. Um so there's the concept of zone trips, which a zone is basically a place where anything can happen outside the laws of physics because physics don't apply. So they're saying that the first Burning Man event was there, um, and it's, it's literally a place that's outside of reality that's on Earth. Um, and the people who are associated with Discordianism, they practice what's called chaos magic, um, which is, it denies the knowability of the objective truth. It rejects all fixed models of reality. That's what this magic is. And they use little symbols. And this has been getting really, really popular because it's, um, they have these things called sigils. And a sigil is basically a unique symbol that's drawn by the practitioner with a specific intention in mind. And the symbol is then subconsciously associated with that intention and in theory helps one manifest their goal 
in terms real life magic, uh, which is crazy. Malcolm X followed this, like a bunch of people we know, uh, artists, musicians, rocket scientists, cyber medicists, and mystics are all in this. Question. Because mm-hmm. I like to question all of this shit. So if in this realm where they meet, mm-hmm. the first Burning Man was happening, and none of the laws of physics apply. Yeah. That means time wouldn't apply. So how do they know what time to be there and meet? Because wouldn't it be like, we got to be there at 7 p.m. And then you pull up at 7 p.m. And then all that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That, 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 that is, I assume that you just say 7 p.m. and you get there and then all the weird shit starts happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Though. I want to ask it at the next meeting. I want to go to each one of these churches. And How do we know when to wrap up? <laughs> exactly. How so long have we been going talking? for? I'm like uh, three years. Yeah, I don't know. We don't keep time here. Uh, it says that there. It's crazy. There was uh, supposedly a biofeedback brain machine that was basically a chamber that was known as the egg that had uh, sensory deprivation. And one day it just vanished in the thin air and achieved interdimensional travel. That's, you know, supposedly. Um, They say that this event created a gateway to a parallel universe where the members of the old commune now reside. So they kind of transition. Uh, To this day, the people who visit Ong's Hat, which is the spot, report strange anomalies. Ong's Hat is, uh, I guess, a ghost town somewhere in northern New Jersey. Uh, and that's where they kind of like I want to go commune. I want to go. What's creepy is there's a group that's called the Randonauts, like an astronaut, but Randonauts, mm-hmm. and they're a collective of exist- existential investigators that research unknown spaces outside of predetermined reality tunnels. This is like the Men in Black for dim- dimension jumping. Like this is like some Rick and Morty shit. This is a group called the Randonauts. That's crazy. Hold on, spell it. R-A-N-D-O, Knots, N-A-U-T-S, a a collective of existential investigators researching unknown spaces outside of predetermined reality tunnels. It ain't popping up on Wikipedia, so it ain't real. (laughs) Random Knots? They do this using a quantum random location generator that uh, basically um, sends you to... A quantum random location generator. I don't even know how to describe it. How do you... uh, Wait. A quantum random location Location generator. generator. So you generate random location? Apparently they're trying... They're investigating uh, spaces outside of predetermined reality tunnels. So these unknown spaces are similar to zones and gateways. Many people uh, are also experiencing meaningful coincidences in these areas as they approach them. Uh, so it's literally like portals, and uh, I don't, I don't know. As we move, this the last thing he says to wrap up is: as we move ra- rapidly into the future uh, and technology advances, should we expect more of this? More people exploring other dimensions, more people hacking reality with mind machines? Because it's crazy. We were just talking about there are actual quantum computers that instead of using uh, normal binary, which is zeros and ones, mm-hmm. they use a zero, a one, or both, which is basically getting information from what is an alternate universe. They, they, get, they process information from split timelines, which is nuts to think that we can do that in a technolo- technological sense, but it's like, what else is anybody doing? Do you find anything about Randonauts? Nah, they have a Reddit page. 
Um, Random nuts. And uh, yeah, not much more than that that I'm really finding. Um, A growing community called Randonauts believe that journeying to random locations can help put us in new realities. Yeah, there's a lot of forums and threads on it. Yeah. What do I sign up? I want to. I want to. There's a randonauting for dummies. I want I want an informational. I want to order open house and just see what they popping off. See what open they house. Yeah, see if they got an informational. You know. It says becoming a randonaut. There's a video. Yeah, man, we'll check that out. See what they snacks. I join if they got good snacks. If they got good snacks, you can always get me in. What do interdimensional investigators? What would they eat? I feel like they'd eat like a bowl of matter or like. <laughs> it's just like y'all trash over here. I feel like it would be, I feel like it would be some some celery there for some reason. I feel like they're big big celery. celery. Yeah. You think randonauts are healthy? I mean, you know, you got to be healthy when you get there to be able to like... All that portal jumping. Yeah, you know, got to be in your best Cardio. physical shape. If you want to become a random... Oh, they have a Facebook page too. Hilarious. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, it says use at your own risk. Maybe they're not taken seriously yet. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't think they were. Maybe they're at that stage where like old uh, philosophers were like, you know what, I think I think we're, we're going around the sun. They're just like, ah... Uh. Pish posh. What is that? Heliocentric, geocentric? Geocentric ass out of here. <laughs> Niggas were jailed for thinking that. And then people were just like, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Let old boy out. It's a skeleton. <laughs> still chained to the wall on some so, Game of Thrones shit. We were so fucked up. I ah. still consider that white people. Um, but I'm sure niggas in Africa were wilding out too. <laughs> at that time. People are just fucked up. I'm not even going to assign us a race. Yeah. We're just fucked up. You just fear what you don't understand and what's new. You just fear it, man. Internet and old people and technology. Place. Old people refuse technology. I don't need no damn phone. You need to get in contact with me. You know how I stay. I don't need no damn calculator. Well, how old are you? <laughs> New technology. It's Atticus Abbey, all right. Atticus Abbey. Is that what those things called? Atticus Abbey? No, Abacus, I think. Abacus, yeah. That sounds way more right. My dad used to do math on that. Really? That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was what they used before calculator. That's. Like, yeah, man. Moving beads and yeah. being smart. Like, damn, you were for sure smarter if you knew how to use that. I mean, just, if you just make like ones, fives, tens, twenties, hundreds, like it's, it's you know like, how to use it. Of course, yeah. you know how to use it. You know how to use abacus? Yeah, man, I've had a lot of lives, bro. I've been here before. Do 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 do. Niggas, I've been here past life. Abacus. <laughs> well, I mean that that that's a great place to wrap up. The internet is a very very scary place. Absolutely, man. Um, that's, I mean, if you want to know more about interdimensional travel, the Randonauts have a Facebook page. Join, talk to them, figure out how to uh, leave this dimension if you want to. Yeah, man. Uh, but thank you guys so much for watching another episode of Damn Internet, You Scary. Shout out to all of our Patreon subscribers, man. Definitely appreciate you guys. We got some new stuff coming for you guys, so stay tuned with that. Major announcements coming out and some exclusive footage. So, ba da ba ba ba. I don't know what that was. You know what I was we will see I feel like I had to add something to it. Ba 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 ba. That's, that's the gamer in Pat right there. He couldn't have the last song. one was a tank. Uh, but as as always, I have been Patrick Cloud. Come to hear more. We will see, we'll you, guys see you next, next time. Week.